Inception again. <laughs> it's been a long time. That's funny because when I was listening to that again, I was going to say, Hey guys, what's your favorite part of that intro? Is it the Inception part? I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's my favorite part. It's just, as I was thinking about it, I was like, I have not seen that for years. And I no. love that movie. It's like one of the best movies ever. Yeah. Do you have a favorite part of that intro, Al? The Aerosmith part. <laughs> <laughs> I do kind of like the part where Dream <laughs> where Leonardo DiCaprio's saying, it's only when you wake up that you realize that something is strange and it goes right into x kind of reminds me of the, <laughs> just the way you said that. It was on uh, The Matrix where he's talking to the bald kid with the spoon. It's like, it's <laughs> where the oracles at. Yeah. There. Yeah. Oh man. I can't even remember what he says now. I shouldn't have even thought of I shouldn't have even said that, but <laughs> if I, if I can't finish it, then I shouldn't start it. I know. Now I'm going to have to look it up. I know. But anyway, well, welcome in to Q Code Podcast. This is a bonus episode. Uh, by now, you have gotten definitely used to these things. Um, we have a kind of a, we're going to do a little something different today. And uh, basically, we've realized that when we read these dreams of Daniel's uh, for the first time, that's usually when we we laugh the hardest, uh, when we just have the most fun. And so we're going to try that out today uh, for this uh, dream series number 13. So up until this point, the first 12, we have all read before we actually recorded and have re- reread them on the air. So yeah, like yeah. Trav said, this will be the first time that Trav's eyes have laid, uh, <laughs> wait, you got yourself into a pickle. There. <laughs> Trav's the first time Trav has laid eyes. There we go. The first time Trav's eyes has laid eyes on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to end up saying. So yeah, currently like, I don't even and, have the paper in front of me, in front of my face yeah, right and now. And the first time that Alan's ears will be graced with these lovely words. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get right into it now. Um, so actually hand me the paper. So here we go. If you guys can hear the wrestling of the paper it's kind of a it's a (laughs) it's a hefty one (laughs) and uh today's dream is called blackmailed and not just blackmailed it's blackmailed (laughs) with exclamation point (laughs) at times i wonder if i do overuse exclamation points like if i look through my texts like (laughs) i've noticed that's a lot of like people will be 
So just, like, I really did excited. this or whatever, and I'm like, thanks, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> or my wife will be like. Dinner is waiting for you when you get home. I'm like, awesome! <laughs> I love food! <laughs> it's so good to me! <laughs> so, anyway, without further ado, dear, uh, here is Dream Short Series, Volume 13. Blackmail! <laughs> <laughs> I'm at a house just up the street from mine watching some kids. Just steady kids. (laughs) (laughs) Really quick, before we get too deep into this, I've noticed as I start to write some of these dreams down that I have to be very careful about the way that I word things (laughs) because I know what I mean because I was the one that dreamed it. But like, as I'm like writing them down, like in this point in particular, I was like, hey, it involves kids that are obviously not mine. I have to be careful about how I like describe the fact that I'm like watching kids that you're not just like, some like, but I'm not like guy. A, yeah, I'm not like a, just watching them through like a window or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> so you're tending them. Yes. Is that what you mean? Yes. Okay. I'm, yes. I'm babysitting. <laughs> okay. Watching some kids. You see, I work part-time for this family as a child caretaker. <laughs> so they're not your kids. Uh, I'm I've, saying. I feel an affinity for this family and figure that I've been working for them for a while now. They seem to adore and trust me. So again, that reaffirms my earlier thought. Not too much later, the kids' parents come home and I am released of my child care duty for the day. <laughs> They're like, thank you, Daniel. That will be all. Do you need a ride home? <laughs> <laughs> no, I live just down the street. Here's $10. I can just see. He leaves their house and just goes, hops on a bicycle. and. <laughs> And just books it down the street. Just rings the bell. It's got a basket on it too. I got a I got a one minute commute. (laughs) I say my goodbyes to the family and head over to a local Japanese restaurant where I work a second part time job as a dishwasher. (laughs) So this is your real life. (laughs) This is literally what you did in your teenage years. So I really did have a dishwasher job at a Japanese (laughs) restaurant when I was in high school. (laughs) It just is so sad to me that these are your dreams. <laughs> that your dream, and I know that this isn't like, like what choice. you want to happen in your dreams, but when people say like, oh yeah, my dream, my dream job is to be a rocket scientist or, you know, your dream job is to have two part-time jobs. <laughs> one, as a child care one as a child caretaker, <laughs> two a family to, uh, to whom you do have a affirmation affinity. or affinity an affirmation an affinity for um and then the other one is a dishwasher at a Japanese restaurant both part time mind you he can't find one full time it's got to be two part times work work, well, work is hard to find well he doesn't want to give up either so <laughs> he's like perfect they're both part time i can do both I am happy with my life. <laughs> Ironically, that may come up later in the <laughs> <laughs> So 
After a long, busy dinner shift, I finish cleaning up the last of the dishes and get ready to go home for the day. I head over to an enclave stationed in the back of the kitchen where an old desk sits. This desk is home to a computer that is used primarily for clunking in and clocking out. The desk is also used as a makeshift station where everyone who comes in to work a shift will leave their car keys, phones, wallets, etc. to be picked up after they've done for the day. However, <laughs> after they're done for the day. Okay. I might Wait, describe this. What? <laughs> However. So. Oh, what am, what am I? So, okay. Just. So in the back of this Japanese restaurant. Yeah. There's, there's a computer. Wave. I don't know what an enclave. Like, I know it's that's a like, car. It's like an indentation. <laughs> So okay. it's kind of like, have you ever been to a house and they have like a little desk area in their kitchen and it's just kind of like, is that like back. what your, uh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like in your old house, the top of your first flight of stairs was just like a tiny lick. Cause it was like really wide. <laughs> and so it was like, you would just like kind of put some stuff there. It's like, it's not really anything. It's really just the landing between stairs, but you made it something. <laughs> <laughs> this is my tiny little office <laughs> in, the, in between uh, the stairs. Kind of. But yeah, it's just like a recessed area. Okay. Is that a better. Yes. And then there was like a desk there. And in that, on that desk, there's a computer that you could clock in and clock out of. But there's also just kind of where people put their stuff while they were working their car keys, their phone, whatever. Hmm. Okay. So, I lost my space, but uh, I will find it in just a second. However, when I went to pick up my belongings, I noticed that my Bluetooth headset was missing. I noticed you wearing a Bluetooth headset today. Yes. Is that a uh, common yes. douchey thing that you wear? <laughs> <laughs> My wife says that I need to get out of the 90s. <laughs> Nobody wears those. But that's how I listen to stuff like when I'm especially when I'm around the house and stuff like I'll listen to podcasts and stuff like while I do chores. Daniel, it's called headphones. They have wireless ones now. I know. I have, you don't I have a And pair guess what? Wireless ones. Then wear those. You don't need to have just one sticking out of one ear. Well, I know. <laughs> but it's sometimes I need to like be able to like listen to the kids. If <laughs> <laughs> you guys, okay, every time you come, like I got headphones on, but I always have my right ear. It's yeah. off. It's just like on my cheek instead of in my ear. Because yeah. I too like to be able to hear my surroundings while I'm listening to whatever. Yeah, I'm not having any good comebacks for these right now. <laughs> so. Just know that he still loves his stupid Bluetooth <laughs> thing. His, uh, whatever it is. The thing that tricked everybody in the past into thinking like the, they were talking, talking to talking other people. To me. Yep. And then like, like, no, I didn't. Oh, 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 you're on the phone. Okay. All right. <laughs> so his Bluetooth headset is missing. I looked all over and around the desk just in case it had been knocked off or something. After several minutes of searching, I decided to give up for now and just clock out so I could so I could head home. As I moved the mouse on the computer to get the screen to come out of sleep mode so I could clock out, I could see a message displayed on the screen directed at me. 
it read. You know what it read? <laughs> I had to read it in my dream. <laughs> kind of a dreamer are you? It read. Dear Dan, if you've ever like if you'd ever like to see your precious Bluetooth dance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can do this. Your precious Bluetooth headset again. You must immediately purchase two tickets to the upcoming Real Salt Lake soccer game <laughs> and have them delivered to the following email address. There was <laughs> there was an anonymous email listed at the bottom of the digital note. I, how do you have an anonymous email? <laughs> He's like anonymous. <laughs> At gmail.com. <laughs> I mean, like, I could remember what the note basically said, but I couldn't remember specifically what the email was. So maybe I'm not a perfect dreamer yet. So, okay, so it's only anonymous because you couldn't remember what it was. Like, yeah. it wasn't in the, it wasn't like some attempt to cover his tracks. Well, in the that brain. would be the dumbest thing because how is he supposed to send the two Real Salt Lake tickets? Because it specifically noted that he had to email them. But that's, that's a good one, Trav. I think after this, I'm going to go like try to get anonymous at gmail.com <laughs> to see so I can have it. Anonymous at gmail.com. <laughs> Upset, but all about, but all out of options at this point. <laughs> you didn't even go through any. You options. haven't done any. <laughs> what options did you have? Oh, I mean, I'm tired. I just want to go home. <laughs> so just seriously, I would have just been like, keep, keep the Bluetooth. I'm going home. <laughs> getting on my bike and I'm riding. You will, you will send these to my email. Danny. All right. I could do exactly what he says or that's my only option. I got to do exactly what he says. <laughs> Upset. All out of other options. But all out of options at this point, I gave in to this culprit's demands and logged on to the ticket purchasing website. <laughs> It's from just the same computer. <laughs> Very convenient. Like, it takes 30 seconds, and then I got my Bluetooth back. So, purchased the cheapest tickets to the next Real game I could find and had them sent to the aforementioned email. Exhausted. Uh, <laughs> Does it really say exhausted? Yeah. Exhausted. Yeah. From, this, probably from the. The washing of the dishes. So. Oh, yeah, it's been a long day. I washed. I watched kids all day, and then I went and washed dishes all night, and then I just wanted to get. Oh no, my Bluetooth! Now this is the last thing I needed. <sighs> so exhausted, <sighs> I decided to head home. <laughs> the next morning, I was asked by my father or my family I attended for if I could come up to speak to them. When I arrived there was another gentleman there. <laughs> another reminder, Trav. I, Trav literally reads as I typed it. And I'm not going to lie, I, get, I type these quickly. <laughs> when I arrived there was another gentleman there by the name of Tom. Tom also worked part time <laughs> as a caretaker for this family. 
why could they not give you either of you a full time job? <laughs> I think it's because I could only work part time because I also worked at the Japanese restaurant. They're like, you know what, Dan? We really need a full time person. Like, I just don't think I can afford to leave the dishwashing biz. <laughs> <laughs> like I get like <laughs> I get like five percent of everybody's tips, so it's just too lucrative. I make I make out with about an extra twenty bucks at the end of the day. <laughs> so wait, when you're in your dream, you have these jobs, but are you actually like dreaming the entire day, like? Your entire shift of dishwashing is that <laughs> take place while you're true? Like, he's just <laughs> plate 20 four hours, he's just <laughs> and then fight because in your dream, you're obviously exhausted. This is like, oh my god, I gotta log in and get this computer, like, order these tickets. <laughs> I just oh, did four hours of dishwashing, it's or is it just like sometimes two? Sometimes I do feel like I'm like literally living it in real time. Others, it just kind of flashes by, and I'm like, "Yeah, I know. I just worked a whole shift." <laughs> so, like, your brain keeps track of even if you didn't like dream it in real time. Your brain keeps track of like your your energy level of, at that point of the day, right? because had you done four hours of dishwashing, you would be you would exhausted. be totally exhausted right now. <laughs> I guess. So. Tom also worked part-time as a caretaker for this family. The parents sat us down and let us know that they both had new responsibilities at their jobs, both full-time jobs, I'm assuming. <laughs> they, uh, had, they had that, real careers. That would require them to have to have a full-time child caretaker. <laughs> <laughs> they knew that I had too many other obligations. <laughs> And understood that I could not go full time. I love when we have a discussion about literally what's about to happen next. (laughs) (laughs) They then asked Tom if he'd be interested in taking a full time position. Tom let them know that he would not be able to take the position either, as his wife had told him that he must quit and find another job somewhere else, like a a real job. Okay, again, for all of you caretakers out there, I'm not saying that you don't have a real job. Sorry. What was the going rate for a babysitter in your dream? If it's anything like now, they make bank. Do they? Yeah. It's just like a normal... It's a normal job. It's not like it was back in the day when, you know, you're... Somebody just said, hey, come over to my house, watch my kid for a couple hours, I'll give you five bucks. Because I'm I'm still thinking about, like, back in the day when it was, like, literally a you hired a 12 year old to watch a nine year old. Yes. <laughs> no, like, in, I mean like nannies and stuff, I'm sure they can make 40, 50 grand a year. Plus, you know, in bigger cities, I think they can make maybe 80, 90, but then also get housing and a car and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the nanny on, uh, like what's the show called? Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, modern family. Okay. So I just have a hard time paying like so much. Like I, I'm not a cheapskate by any means, but you know, when I having somebody over to my house, I'm like, most of the time I'm just saying, okay, your job is just make sure they don't die. Like uh-huh. that's it. Yeah. If they're still alive, like, you don't even have to feed them because I know that they can go more <laughs> than 24 hours without food and still survive. 
you leave them for 24 hours? I know. I'm just saying, like, just if I'm gone to go see a movie and you don't feed them, that's fine. Like, they will survive. Yeah. Just make sure they don't die. But it's like people get pissed off when there's no, like, in-flight meal on a hour and a half flight. <laughs> Domestic flight. You don't yeah. need an in-flight meal. They still give you drinks. I would just, like... Some bigger bags of pretzels. <laughs> Just a little bit. But do you notice how like you go on those flights and it's like literally an hour and ten minute flight or something like that, because you're flying from like here to Vegas, Vegas or something like that. And it's like they have just enough time. Like they take off. They can't do anything while you're taking off and like ascending, right? And then as soon yeah. as they flatten out, they're like, go! And then they're they're like, give, you, give you drinks, give you your treat. And then by the time you like, they get to the end, they run back with the bag and they're like, throw it away! And they're like, go! <laughs> we got, we're gonna land! I like to chew my ice! <laughs> Just let me have it! <laughs> so, alright. However, he did not stop there. He decided that this would be a good time to lecture the parents who were visibly distraught and unaware of where to turn next. He let them know that although the $3,000 a month salary that they were offering to whomever would work, you would not leave. <laughs> what are they paying you at the dishwasher company or at the Japanese restaurant? I I, maybe I was getting like a per dish. <laughs> you were getting $3,000 a month from your babysitting. No, no that's, that's what, what they were offering, offering for a full time. Oh, so, he let them know that although the $3,000 a month salary that they were offering to whomever would, I mean, I guess that's like 36, 36,000 a year, yeah. but which is still um, probably, but I still more feel like that's more than what you're yeah. making as a dishwasher. Dishwasher is making like minimum wage, whatever it is now. You know, I dreamed specifics about the pay of the childcare job, but did not dream <laughs> specifics about the dishwasher job pay. So, I, I'll have to re-dream that and figure out <laughs> what the discrepancy was. So we let him know that the that the pay was fine. Um, that they really sh- that they really should plan on putting at least another thousand dollars, if not two thousand dollars, aside per month in case they were unable to get home on time and the caretaker had to work extended hours. In hindsight, while writing this down, it doesn't seem like Tom's suggestion is all that bad. <laughs> <laughs> But it was a dick move for sure in my dream. <laughs> like how he, he kind of makes notes. <laughs> yeah, Tom was a dull dick. Just <laughs> I don't, like, it's just like sometimes you get emotions in your dreams that you know, and they kind of stick with you. Yeah. And I remember specifically in this part of the gym, I was like, freaking what a dick. <laughs> but then when I was writing it down and I was like, yeah. And he was like, freaking, you should put some money aside for like, you should be like, responsible, <laughs> save money, put it in a savings account, maybe save for your children's college. So in your dream, it's like, I'm in a glass case of emotion. <laughs> and then in the end, I was like, actually, that's probably like pretty sound advice, but I know it's like, a but, but thanks Tom for lecturing them about it. <laughs> but no, I see like in normal life, anyone that tries to give you financial advice, you're just like, shut up. You're like, get out of my life. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's specifically somebody you hired to give you financial advice. <laughs> <laughs> so after Tom had finished lecturing the parents, his cell phone rang. He picked it up and said that he needed to take this call and proceeded to walk off into another room in the house. 
The parents, whom I could tell liked and trusted me a lot more than Tom, especially now, (laughs) uh, turned to me and said, Tom is kind of weird. He's kind of a jerk. I'm assuming that was the mom that was talking. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds right. (laughs) I told them that I agreed. Yes, he is weird, and he is a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) And that they probably are better off that he did not accept their full-time position offer and that they would find someone much better. I then wish them good luck in their search and headed off. (laughs) (laughs) You are right, guys. I can just see you, like, taking your hat off of, like... Like a a coat rack. You're like, you're right, guys. He is a jerk. Put my hat on. Put my coat. Well, see you later. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. Good luck. Good luck to you. Um, I'm going to go wash some dishes now. (laughs) Can't give up that job. Kick myself in the morning knowing that uh, I turned this sweet deal down. (laughs) But God, I got that Bluetooth back too, by the way. He didn't. I have it. Oh, you have it? No, he just gave him the tickets. He hasn't gotten his Bluetooth. How's he going to get his Bluetooth back? Like, as soon as he sends the tickets, the secret compartment's opening up in the desk, and all of a sudden, there it is. In the enclave. In the enclave. As I was making my way out of their home, I passed by Tom, speaking on the phone in the hallway. He grabs my arm to get my attention and hands me an unmarked envelope before disappearing into another room. A bit confused, I open the envelope and pull out two small rectangular pieces. Sorry, next page. <laughs> Rectangular pieces of paper. They are freaking tickets to the upcoming Real Salt Lake game. The very tickets I had blackmailed, I had been blackmailed into purchasing the night before. On one of the tickets, a messy handwritten message was scribbled across the ticket face. From what I could make out, it read something along the lines of, You were supposed to buy good tickets to the game. <laughs> You just get nosebleed. Not the, not the cheap tickets. Now, because of this, you have failed to meet the demands expected of you. Now I'm pissed. Oh, is this him or is this you? No, that's me. Okay. Now I'm pissed. Now I am pissed as I assemble together the pieces of the puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, Tom was the one. <laughs> I feel like you're like in that show, Ghost Rider. Ghost oh yeah, Rider! Ghost Rider. Like solving these like oh, that was a good show. <laughs> Ghost Rider. Not the uh, Nicholas Cage. Is no. that called Ghost Rider? Yes, yeah, but okay. that's Ghost Rider, not writer. <laughs> See, I should have watched Ghost Rider yeah. more. I would know. Yeah, yeah, spell it. So number one, Tom was the one who blackmailed me the night before. Number two, Tom is trying to recruit me to pledge to his sorority. <laughs> that is a thought. That you- <laughs> what? It's true. Number three, I don't want to join his stupid club. And four, this bastard knows where my Bluetooth is and I want it back. <laughs> Suddenly, without warning, I find myself in a hot, damp dimly lit room. I'm wearing tattered clothes <laughs> and I'm covered in grease and soot. <laughs> I look around to see where I am 
and can see that there are about 30 other boys running around whose clothes and bodies look very much like mine. (laughs) Ragged and dirty. I know this sounds really bad. <laughs> Wait, I'm saying it. I know. What are you getting? I don't know. It's your dream. <laughs> Just so now his so now his dream change is, now his dream room. is he's in a dark, damp place <laughs> with a bunch of boys just like him, and they're all practically naked and dirty. So that is <laughs> kind of clothes. They're just ragged. They're ragged. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) it takes me a moment but then I remember that I have been a slave working in the basement of the building for several years (laughs) he's like what he's it's new scene new scene he's been transported he's in this dark damp place so I was mad at Tom because he blackmailed me I just want my bluetooth back and then suddenly I I appear in this damp, dark place that Trav's talking about. <laughs> and you have been there for years? He's been there for years. <laughs> Whoever's in charge of this building has been kidnapping boys to work as <laughs> slaves in the basement of his skyscraper as they are a cheap form of labor. <laughs> he has the boys working on maintaining all of the building utility systems. <laughs> 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 Such as the water, heat, gas, etc. 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 All of these systems must be working and online at all times, or there is punishment to be had. There, there are a handful of guards walking around monitoring the work and progress each kid is making. The guards are all big 300 plus pound men who walk around with no shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, I think we need to talk. <laughs> like, I really feel like this. <laughs> I mean, again, I don't care if this is the way you swing. It's really okay, but I'm just... <laughs> I didn't say that they were attractive, man. I just said... <laughs> Walk around with no shirts on. Pointy metal helmets on their heads and whips in their hands. <laughs> The whips are used if one of the boys doesn't do what is expected. <laughs> I'm sorry, just the way I said boys. Because <laughs> the way you read it makes it sound so different than what was in my head. <laughs> it's the way it's the way I am interpreting your <laughs> your writing. <laughs> Every boy who ends up down here wants to escape. But the issue is there is only one doorway that leads to a stairwell in the basement. And that door is guarded and monitored by two more guards (laughs) the surveillance (laughs) camera at all times. There is one other option available to us. But it's risky. And a long shot at best. There was an elevator shaft in the middle of the basement that has an old, broken down, busted up elevator. What? (laughs) (laughs) There's there's an elevator shaft in the middle of the basement that has an old, broken down, busted up elevator sitting at the bottom. It almost appears as if the elevator fell a few stories years ago. 
and crashed into the basement (laughs) (laughs) of the building and then was left as a natural block for anyone who would think about using the shaft itself to escape through. So if you were in the basement level, you could not get into the shaft. Yeah, because the Cause shaft is ele- the old busted elevator busted is yeah. elevator. Yeah, I then pulled together a group of boys and let them know that I have devised a plan <laughs> to get us all out of here. They all listened intently as I spelled out the details. I told them that with the various skill sets and knowledges we have developed over the years of working on the various maintenance systems. <laughs> <laughs> Within within this building, that we may have what it takes to repair the broken elevator and use it to escape to the main floor. At which point, we could then exit the building for good. Couldn't you just argue that your whole job as slaves was to make sure everything was maintained in a working <laughs> order, including the elevator? I feel like you're this kind was of a challenge. I feel like you're kind of like Liam Neeson right now and taken. But instead, you're just telling everybody that they have a specific set of set of skills. skills. And so abilities. I don't have a specific <laughs> yeah. set. Were you doing we a decent voice? Set of skills. We are all. <laughs> we all have a set of skills and abilities <laughs> to make this elevator run. <laughs> Once we get up that shaft, we will leave this building for good. good. <laughs> <laughs> They all agree gleefully. <laughs> I can just see this this meeting. Like Danny's like really, he's just really into it. He's like, we all have a set of skills and abilities, guys. We can do this. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, eyes on me, man. We have a set of skills and abilities. <laughs> Are we all in? Yay! <laughs> Let's do it! Some of the boys have been there for a long time. And we're so gleeful. St- we're stunted in their emotional and <laughs> growth. <laughs> with the, so they were all they agreed gleefully with the plan, and over the course of the next couple of days, some of the boys created diversions and distractions for the guards, while others worked on fixing the elevator at the same time. During one of my shifts, working on the electrical wiring of the elevator with a couple of other boys, (laughs) (laughs) I just want to go back and count how many times you say the word boys. (laughs) With a couple of other boys, the elevator suddenly springs to life. The rusty old gears start turning, the elevator cable tightening and popping as the carotid elevator doors start to close. There's no way to cover up the loud noises coming. Yeah, did you really think about that? <laughs> not this, not <laughs> Just this a bunch point. of squeaks and pops. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to cover up the loud noises coming from the creaky old elevator, and it in, immediately gets the attention of several of the guards in the basement. Was it an elevator that had like an actual door or like the old tiny ones where it's just like a gate that you close? No, it's like an actual door. Oh. They look over at the three of us standing inside the elevator and start rushing over to detain us. It felt like it took a millennia for the elevator (laughs) doors to close all the way and for the elevator to start its ascent upward. But alas. (laughs) 
<laughs> they did close just before the first of the guards reached the elevator shaft. So feel- like any movie or <laughs> TV show you've ever seen, your brain just <laughs> closes right in time. Yep. I feel bad for the rest of the boys who are still stuck in the basement. Oh, you didn't? You left them? He's like, well, it started right Screw when. Screw you guys. <laughs> Thanks for helping. <laughs> but figure I'll find, oh, I'll find a way to free them later. Of course you will. Originally, the plan was to take the elevator to the main lobby and escape out into the city street. However, we. Unfortunately, had not yet configured the control panel and had no ability to direct the elevator to the floor of choice. Instead, the elevator kept on rising higher and higher up the shaft toward the top of the building. It wasn't until the elevator reached the top floor that it finally stopped and the door slowly screeched open. The top floor of the building appears to be very nice. Fancy penthouse apartment. A very nice. The fancy. top floor of the building appears to be a very nice, fancy penthouse apartment. There is no one in the room that the elevator opened in, and the three of us quietly exited the steel box. We walked around the room for a minute trying to figure out our next move when. What's going to happen? We could hear someone in the other room. We all quickly jumped into various hiding places in hopes of not being discovered. I personally had decided to hide behind a couch that was positioned in the center of the room. Very smart, Danny. <laughs> that was... <laughs> Who could find me? Had they... You know, that's perfect as long as they don't go around the other side <laughs> of the room. <laughs> I, uh... A moment later, an older woman walks into the room and says, I know there's someone in here. (laughs) Please show yourselves. The three of us, realizing that the jig is up, all stand up and walk out on our hiding places. (laughs) That's all it took. Guys, she's got us dead to rights, man. I can't take it. I'm just behind a couch. She can literally walk over here and see me at any second. I got to do it. I'm getting up. I'm here. I'm sorry. Where were the other two hidden? <laughs> just in other places. In the like, like behind the they curtain. They just simultaneously, all just, of them are just like, <laughs> worst hide-and-seekers ever. <laughs> <laughs> all you literally have to do, is go, you're playing hide-and-seek, you go into a room and just be like, I know you're hiding in here. <laughs> Might as well come on out. There's no purpose in me actually trying to find you because you are in here. You're right. <laughs> Right, um, yep, you got me. <laughs> so, who are you and where did you come from? The old woman asks. We then take this opportunity to explain to the woman that we had all been kidnapped years ago and have been working as slaves in the basement of this building doing maintenance work. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you say we all take the uh, let's, let's take this take. opportunity that has presented ourselves. Well, guys, she asked us. Uh, <laughs> like, I you feel want- like this is a good opportunity for us to tell her. 
<laughs> we tell her how we came up with a plan to fix the elevator and how it brought us up to her penthouse suite. The woman looking back at us, visibly distraught about the atrocities that had been happening in her building, agreed to not only help us, but to expose the owner of the building and to help free all of the other boys that had been imprisoned downstairs. Just then, a bright light from a hovering helicopter shined through the window of the suite, blinding us as the manhunt for the escaped slaves was in full bloom. Yeah, the helicopter. <laughs> yes. they, like, nobody else, nobody else could get up there <laughs> without a helicopter, or or nobody else that's not involved in this slavery ring, like that would disapprove of it. Like they're not like. Why is there a helicopter saying all slaves? We, we will now attempt to capture you. <laughs> I just, yeah, like, like, we know you're in there. There's no use in hiding. Come on out. Well, guys, he's got us dead to rights. <laughs> well, I might as well just go out. Uh, just like how the old woman found us. There's nowhere to go. Everyone keeps finding us. <laughs> the reason he's probably so quick to just like give up is because in his head he's like, by now, I'm <laughs> surely fired from my dishwashing <laughs> job and my, my caretaking job. No job. clue. <laughs> nothing else to to escape for. <laughs> the light from the... And I don't even have a Bluetooth. <laughs> don't even have a Bluetooth <laughs> speaker thingy anymore. The light from the helicopter was so blinding that it took me a few moments to regain my vision. However, when I could finally see again, I'm no longer in the penthouse and on the top floor of the skyscraper. But instead, I'm back at the Japanese restaurant I work for. Yet, this time, I'm no longer the dishwasher, but have been promoted to head of the restaurant security. <laughs> oh, what? I find <laughs> restaurant security. <laughs> so I was wrong. You weren't fired. He's promoted. promoted. <laughs> For your valiant effort in scraping off all of the goo on all of these dishes, <laughs> you shall be promoted to head restaurant security. <laughs> <laughs> the skills are directly transferable. <laughs> I find myself in the middle of overseeing. Because like on Karate Kid, how he was like having him wax the car because those skills were directly transferable to, to fighting. fighting. Yep. Washing dishes and security are yeah, the same. See? Yes. I find, <laughs> find myself in the middle of overseeing the installation of a new surveillance system. But of course, like any other large project, it never goes as smooth as you'd like. His <laughs> 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 little element of realism in his dreams. Like, but of course, we all know nothing goes as smoothly as you would like. Only the cameras in the basement and on the second floor of the restaurant are working properly and have visible pictures on the monitor in front of me. All of the cameras on the main floor of the restaurant are not working and all I can see are blacked out squares on the screen. As if this isn't frustrating enough, the system comes with a plethora of fun filters you can integrate with the camera footage to make it more interesting and exciting to watch. <laughs> Like Snapchat? Okay, what the? Yeah. I, I work in an ER where we have some security cameras that I sit right next to. I've never looked 
over at them and been like, this could really use some like fun filters. I'm <laughs> sick of just watching this if guy. If could have fun filters, then it'd be way more exciting. Unfortunately, the only filters- look, look, look. I made him wear a mustache now. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, the only filters that are currently working are the Christmas theme filters, and it's not even close to Christmas. Time. <laughs> Frustrated and Frustrated. at a loss of what to do next, I wake up. <laughs> he's, he's just like, you know what? This sucks. Like, I'm done with this dream, so... <laughs> <laughs> Stupid Wouldn't you filters. The dream that you are a child caretaker, a dishwasher, a slave, and then head of security. Do you know what? And then the last straw was I was head of security, and I didn't have any fun filters for my security. Do you know what he just <laughs> dreamed? He literally just dreamed the the escape scene from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> it's just instead of like those like carts on the on those uh, rails, it was a elevator. It was an elevator up to a penthouse. <laughs> Doctor Jones, you call him Doctor Jones, doll. So you never you never went back and saved the rest of the slaves that you just, just left uh, behind. Well, I got a promotion. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the idea was that the old lady was so mad that she was going to take care of it. So in his mind, he was probably like, all right, that's resolved. Now I got to go back and resolve the fact that I just left a dishwashing job for like two years. <laughs> Naturally, I... Would come back to a better position <laughs> as security, head of security. But it doesn't, the it doesn't just come without its own trials and tribulations. <laughs> so I want to know what kind of a Japanese restaurant <laughs> has so much like crime happening that they need not just not just a security officer, but a head of a whole security <laughs> department. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it was. It's dangerous out there. <laughs> and then he also never got his Bluetooth back. Yeah, but yeah. oh yeah, that was crime that was happening. <laughs> you were like, as head of security, we will charge <laughs> all blackmail for any devices. <laughs> None of <laughs> we shall all have our Bluetooth devices <laughs> forever. In, no. in our ears no one shall ever take them again and use them against and us and use them against us we shall never be blackmailed amen <laughs> <laughs> so anyway typically we like to uh, I mean we have uh, gone over some meanings and things like that. I mean, I, honestly, I don't. I don't even know where to begin with this one. Did something get stolen of yours? Do you feel like something was taken from you? That I you... mean, in the past, but not recently. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's uh, Are you feeling like a slave caretaker at home watching your kids? <laughs> yeah. And all I think about it, my actual life is watching kids. And you wash them to bed. <laughs> then I wash the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I make sure all the maintenance systems in the house are, <laughs> are optimal, are working correctly. <laughs> and then I wake up and I'm going to protect them. 
and uh, of security. <laughs> no, and when you play, you know how you play hide and go seek with tiny, like little kids. Who they like, they don't really know how to hide. They, they just they like, literally jump just behind like a chair and be like, like <laughs> and then you see them, they can't see yeah, me. Yeah, but then you immediately find them. <laughs> Although I feel like that is the logic that I have when I'm like scared of monsters in dark. When I'm (laughs) is what just cover your head with a blanket. Cover your face; they can't get you. (laughs) You just pull the covers over your head. But the thing is, is that like I can't just pull covers over because then I feel like I can't breathe. Like it gets too hot. So I literally just cover my whole head, my eyes, but I just leave enough room for my mouth and my nose to like just come out of the blanket. (laughs) What if you like? You just felt a monster hand just like touching. Oh your my gosh, lips. I would just, just be so scared. We should so like scared. mess with Trav sometime and wait for him to be scared. I've always had the thought like when I do have moments where I'm like I just watch something scary or like I just woke up from a nightmare, I'm like, I know monsters aren't real, but do we really know they're not real? <laughs> like what if they are? We, Maybe. I am screwed right now. Like, yeah, you got in dog. that moment. I'm like, how somebody proved to me how they're not real. You got Garen, but Your sometimes, puppy. like, oh, yes, like with Trav, where he's like, well, if I cover my face and if I can't see him, then they can't get me. For me, it's usually like, if I don't move, they can't see me. <laughs> so mine's more like, I am invisible. I'm like in Jurassic Park, and it's like. Like monsters have horrible eyesight. <laughs> they if only do, can see moving if objects. You cannot, if you do not move, they cannot see. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, we should end this now, but we hope you enjoyed that. Uh, um, I guess we're going to take a look back at this and, and, and listen to it and see if it was worth doing it for the first time here live um, or if we uh, need to go back to our old system. So, um, Do you have any thoughts and comments on this dream as well? Like all the others, feel free to uh, reach out to us through one of our uh, media channels, our Twitter or Facebook. Trav, what are those? Yeah, make sure you, uh, of course, uh, you can subscribe to our podcast uh multiple places itunes google play spotify stitcher and youtube um and then yes follow us on our various social medias twitter at q code podcast uh facebook and instagram is q code podcast as well uh, so, and then of course uh yes don't forget to leave us a five-star review uh let us know you know I always say like go to our website at qcopodcast.com and uh, you know with these we like you to uh, if you feel like there's something left out of the story that should been or the dream <laughs> that should have been in there or you have a better ending than he just got fed up with the security system and its filters lack, lack, lack of, of filters filters then uh, you know which forced him to wake up <laughs> he felt that normal life was a little bit more exciting than figuring that out um, <clears throat> yes go ahead and uh, leave us a comment leave us leave us a story whatever and uh, you know we'd be happy to take a look at it and re- read it on on air as well so thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time